Fryman, we're full of religion now. Everyone, please, bow your heads and pretend to be serious. Do it or I'll bow them for you. You have deeply offended us and our God, and our God is a God of vengeance and horror. And action! Our God is an Indian that turns into a wolf. Man, it's wolfing, man. Well, the wolfing will come for you with his razor. Oh, my God. You are interested in the unknown, the mysterious, the unexplainable. That is why you are here. Hey everybody, welcome back for the first show of 2020. Uh, this time we're going to do a ramble cast. No guests or anything, we just kind of toss this together. I'm a little surprised because, well, this show is going to be loaded with biblical jackass. We're going to do some biblical jackass. We're going to do some drugs or bad and K. Uh, a little potpourri of everything, if you will, because we haven't done anything like this in a little while. And I'm a little surprised that you recommended to do this. Because Why? you'd stated that you wanted to get away from doing dumber shows. No, what I stated, once again for the record, what I stated is I'm tired of idiotic, stupid content. That's what I'm tired of. Because there's definitely of- not going to be any dumb of that, any of that in this show. <laughs> I'm tired of fucking fecal matters. I'm tired of that, that nonsense. It cheapens the show. We're That's not, what not- I said. And ever since I said that, I've been catching nothing but shit. You have well, no, you're not because you just stated you're not. You're tired of fecal matter, so I have oh, not been giving you any kind of shit. Oh my god! 2020. I'm having a hard time humaning. <sighs> yeah, this year really has gotten off to a shitty start. You've got Australia, which is on fire. Um, one of my great heroes, Neil Peart, we lost last night. The drummer for Rush. A lot of people, are like, yeah, whatever, whatever. So what? He, the guy was a hero to me, so it matters to me. Guy was a musical virtuoso, in my opinion. But hey, you know, I get why people don't dig it. Um, all kinds of people are dropping. It's like everybody had such. My island is still falling apart. Yes, Puerto Rico just got its ass kicked. Maria and it has been being pummeled by earthquakes since December twenty eighth. And I have friends and family members that chided me into taking down a post that I made because apparently I'm not fucking Puerto Rican enough. No, you're Puerto Rican enough. You are. I remember when I was out there, the one year there was a Puerto Rican festival going on. I'm like, you know, you're missing the Puerto Rican festival. And you're like, ah, 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 you flipped out and shit. It was funny. So anyways, um, what did you do for New Year's? Did you sit around and do the, you know, anti-New Year's thing or what did you do? Go to every year. Hung out, came home. Put Alicia to bed and then send her off to work in the morning. I uh, went out and hung out with some old friends. Stopped over to a couple other friends' house where my old band happened to be. And then uh, sang a couple of songs with my old band, which, no, I will not talk about. Threw yeah. my voice out. Absolutely destroyed it. I played a, We played a couple of songs. I sang an old Palehead song. Uh, very few people know who Palehead is. Yeah, it was it was all right. It was cool. I mean, I got to hang out with some old friends and stuff like that. Um, I've got Eric Biggs from my work bugging me to come over and hang out with him today. I'm like, I got to record. Yeah, I know. I talked to him earlier today. I told him to keep calling you to get you out of your fucking house. I, I, ha- I was out of my house. I had to go out and do family stuff today. So he calls me up. Like, the first thing out of his mouth, is, <coughs> he's all coughing and, like, farting and stuff. And I'm like, thanks, dude. Next time I need to, to get a hold of you, I'm, I'm going to do that. So, uh, anyways... Uh, I do want to send a shout out to my friend Melinda for getting probably the coolest birthday present in the world. The damn girl got a brand new Indian flat tracker motorcycle. It's beautiful and it's gorgeous. But let's jump into this because we got a lot to cover and we don't have a whole lot of time. I've actually got way more content than I think we're going to be able to get to, which is a good thing. 
So why don't you start us off with Yahoo News, Skin Crawling Discovery, Body Farm Scientists Find Corpses Moving, which isn't that surprising because corpses do jump around quite a bit after they're dead for a little while. (laughs) Okay. Karen's Australia. The Australian scientists have proved that human bodies move around significantly for more than a year after death. A year. Wow. In findings that could have implications for detectives and pathologists around the world. After studying and photographing the movements of corpses over 17 months, Allison Wilson told AFP on Friday that she's found humans don't exactly rest in peace. Now, I read this article when it came out. In one case, studies arms that began held close to the body ended up flung out to the sides. Think about that for a second. <laughs> like switchblades. We think the movements were, uh, really relate to the process of decomposition as the body mummifies and the ligaments dry out, she said. To carry out out her unusual form of people watching, Wilson took the three-hour flight from Cairns to Sydney every month to check on the progress of a cadaver. Well, that's that's taking your work a little uh, far, I think. Her subject was one of 70 bodies stored in the Southern Hemisphere's only body farm. Why is body farm in a quotation? You think you think farm, you think of planting stuff in the ground and it growing. You know, you don't think of planting bodies in the ground and them growing out of the ground like cabbage patch. I don't know. Stuff is technically growing on them, so. Which sits at a secret bushland location on the outskirts of Australia's largest city. We got body, body farms here in the States, too. Officially known as the Australian Facility for Taphonomic. Sure. Okay, experimental research after. Oh, wow. The farm is carrying out pioneering research into post-mortem movement. Wilson and her colleagues were trying to improve a commonly used system for estimating the time of death using time-lapse cameras, and in the process found that human bodies actually move around significantly. Her findings were recently published in the journal Forensic Science International, Synergy. A better understanding of these movements and the rate of decomposition could be used by police to estimate the time of death more accurately. She hopes the knowledge could, for example, narrow down the number of missing persons that could be linked to an unidentified corpse. That actually makes sense. A better understanding of the postmortem movement could also reduce the incorrect cause of death and misinterpretation of a crime scene. They'll map a crime scene, they'll map the victim's body position, they'll map any physical evidence which is found, and they could understand the cause of death. The CQ University criminology graduate says she started her unique project after a trip to Mexico to help classify Mayan-era skeletal remains. That's actually really cool. I was fascinated with death from a child, sounds familiar, and always interested in how the body breaks down after death. And it poked at a cat's... Never mind. I guess that comes from... (laughs) Will you stop doing that? (laughs) I guess that comes from being raised on a farm and seeing livestock die and watching that process, she said. This woman may be my spirit animal. Stop it! Once I observed a movement in a previous study, I started researching and couldn't find anywhere in the world that looks at quantifying the movement. So I thought, okay, I'm doing... I'm going to do this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, think I, I think I love this woman. Look who knows so much, huh? Well, it just so happens that your friend here is only mostly dead. There's a big difference between mostly dead and all dead. We need to get one of these people on here. Yeah, we do. We, we've sort of got somebody in the wings. James is hooking us up with somebody who kind of does stuff like this. Hmm. But we have yet to get a person this involved into this kind of stuff onto the show. Yeah, I've been but, trying to get a hold of someone for quite some time, and they're just not responding. Moving right along, <sighs> I need your permission here. I need your permission to cover a bad story. 
Um, I haven't very pre-read much of this story, but I, I need you to um, – I need a little bit of trust from you, and I need your permission to, to, to cover this. Um, I, so, I don't trust you as far as I could throw you with two broken arms. I know, so. and I'm fat, and uh, you're smaller than me. So, I mean, an enraged Lobo could probably throw me a good distance. Not real far. I would say a few I, feet. Um, wow. Okay. You, you know, I mean, you might grab me by my, my chin and just haul me and throw me, but lifting me off the ground and throwing me, no. So that basically means you don't trust me very much at all, but that's okay. We're going to roll this. with this. No. It is for this. Yes, it is. It is. I just, uh. just everybody come with me on this little brief journey here. This is from, coming from thedailywire.com. Oh, and this God. is actress Gwyneth Paltrow is selling a candle that smells like her vagina at $75 no! a pop for her lifestyle and wellness company, Goop. The name oh. of the candle is none other than you get it smells like my vagina. Peltro first, <laughs> first came across the set. I don't know if it's real or not, and if it's not, I completely, you know, whatever. I but it is from the wire. It's from the Daily Wire. Not that they're a reputable news source. You know what? This is probably fake. But hey, we're balls deep now, so we're going in. Wait a minute, that's a bad terminology to use with this article. Peltro first came across the set that she said reminded her the smell of her own vagina. She claims. Listen. You smell something? This was the finalized for the Smells Like My Vagina candle. How many times can I say that in this article? Which reportedly sold out within hours of its test run. Probably better than the Colonel Sanders uh, Original Spices candle. This candle started as a joke between performer Douglas Little and GP. You think the two were working on a fragrance and she blurted out, uh, this smells like my vagina, Goop outlined. <laughs> the smell... <laughs> I've lost Lobo. The smell that evolved into don't hang up. It'll stop recording. Do not hang up. The smell. <laughs> the smell that evolved into a Is funny. State that it's edible. The smell, the smell that evolved into a funny, gorgeous, and sexy and beautiful, unexpected scent, according to the company. <laughs> Let me reread that. Evolved into a funny, gorgeous, sexy, and beautifully unexpected scent, according to the company. <laughs> it turned out, turned out to be the per, uh, perfect real. as a candle. Yeah. It, it's real. It's real. Good. Yeah. That means this story has yeah. some 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 validness. We did a test run. How do you do? Okay, never mind. We did a test run and it sold out with hours. You lit her cooter on fire. That's what. Tested. Yeah. How do you how do you do a test for that? Do you say all right? I, when I think I could. What is that smell? When just hop up on the stool here, and uh, these are our, oh. these are our scent candle makers here. This is something I don't see Yankee Candle doing. But oh, um, you think? You think you don't think Yankee Candle would carry this? No. What I gave don't. you that idea? The Yankee or the candle part? <laughs> that turned out to be perfect as a candle. How do you have this conversation? I would buy it. it smells like, like a used diaper filled with Indian food. Oh my god! After all you're saying, you're like, I'd buy it. I'd buy the. I'd buy the Gwyneth Candle Hooch Candle. Uh, we did a test run and sold out within hours. Okay, it's a blend of geranium, citrusy bergamot. Bergamot. I don't know. How do you do? You have the article in front I of you. Because picture you and you don't know what bergamot is. I don't know, but I didn't send you the article because I thought you'd shoot it down. Uh, and cedar absolutes juxtapose with damask rose and amberant rose, amberant seed that puts us in. How how does this woman buy this? You know, desire smells like that to some people. How does this woman? Here, I'm going to send you the link. You know what? I'm just going to send you the link right now in in the chat box so you can go and get the you know what i insist you buy this i want an on-air review of gwyneth cooch's candle um it's sold out uh that puts us in mind of a fantasy seduction and sophisticated warmth 
I don't even know. I that that whole that, that whole statement was about what this candle smells like, which is what Gwyneth Paltrow's hooch is supposed to smell like. That's what her cooter smells like, dude. I'm on board. Covered in burnt hair. Goop is Goop. Clearly, the guy's name is Goop. That's the guy no, who did my not, te- That's the name of her company. Goop. Okay. Goop is the name of her company. Goop. I, I'm trying to read a car, a, an article about Gwyneth Can, Gwyneth Paltrow's uh, cooch We're candle. We're losing him, folks. Uh, it's really hard for me to make it through this. Uh, clearly, is not a traditional brand. No kidding. In 2018, for example, the wellness company settled in a six-figure lawsuit surrounding their vagina eggs, which were promoted to help regulate female hormones and negate menstrual cramps. Okay, I can understand a little bit about the possible site because it goes in there, it dissolves, it's direct There's area. No we science behind this. At all. No, not at all. This not is at the all. same woman who recommended steaming your cooter. Yeah, and now she wants to make a candle out. She's got a fascination with the cooter. Ah, smells like Bigfoot's dick. It I'm turns fine out, with that. It turns out, contrary to Goop's advice, shoving a large egg made out of porous mineral into the recess of your lady regions may not be the best treatment for conditions like endometriosis, the Daily Wire reported. Apparently, Goop knew, or according to a complaint filed by California Consumer Protection Office, Goop should have known before they marketed this product as well as a flower essence they claimed treated depression to consumers on their website because science. The health and money, uh, we're, we're getting away from the candle now, which means this article is very quickly get all this interest. <laughs> the health and money of Santa Clara County residents should never be put at risk by misleading advertising. So, okay, this is what we're going to do. We need to buy this candle. By we, out, I mean we're you. We're not going to be able to get it. By we, I mean you. So you need to buy this candle, burn it, and then we actually need to get Gwyneth Paltrow or near her. That's to, not going to happen. We need to do a side-by-side comparison scent check on this. Wow. Uh, we will vigilantly protect co- consumers against companies that promise health benefits without the support of good science or any science. Paltrow again made headlines for her progressive ways last month, this time for gifting herself a vibrator for Christmas. Yay! Huh. Thank you for going on that journey with me. Sure. Glad <laughs> well, I could be of help. Why don't you take it to our, take us to Ars Technica and take us to Connecticut in your backyard for this next one? Hmm, this is indeed in my backyard. Back in 1990, children playing near a grave pit, uh, gravel pit in Griswold, Connecticut. Well, it's not really my backyard, but I've been to Griswold. It's a wonderful, uh, wonderful little town. Does it smell Stumbled- like the Paltrow's vagina? No, it, no, it doesn't. It's close to Rhode Island, so no, it doesn't smell <laughs> anything like that. Uh, stumbled across a pair of skulls that uh, had broken free from the graves in a 19th century unmarked cemetery. Subsequent excavation revealed 27 graves, including that of a middle-aged man identified only by the initials JB55, spelled out in brass tacks on his coffin. Unlike the other burials, his skull and femurs were neatly arranged in the shape of a skull and crossbones. Leading the archaeologist to conclude that the man had been sub- a sub- suspected vampire by his community. Scientists finally found a likely identification for JB55, describing their findings in a paper published this summer in the journal Genes. Analysis of JB55's bones back in the 1990s indicated the man had been a middle-aged laborer around 55 when he died, hence JB55, the man's initials and the age of death. The remains also showed signs of lesions on the ribs, so JB55 suffered from chronic lung condition, most likely tuberculosis, known at the time as consumption. It was frequently lethal in the 1800s due to the lack of antibiotics, and symptoms included bloody cough, jaundice, pale yellow skin, red and swollen eyes, and a general appearance of wasting away. Vampire. 
Yep. The infection uh, frequently spread to family members, so perhaps it's not surprising that local folklore suspected some victims of being vampires rising from the grave to sicken the community they left behind. This is actually really interesting. Hence the outbreak. If you don't say. (laughs) Yeah. Hence the outbreak of the so-called Great New England Vampire Panic. This has been covered numerous times. In the 19th century across Rhode Island, Vermont, and eastern Connecticut. It was common for families to dig up the bodies of those who had died from consumption to look for signs of vampirism, a practice known as therapeutic exhumation. If there was liquid blood uh, in the organs, especially the heart and bloated abdomen, and the or if the corpse seemed relatively fresh, this was viewed as evidence of vampirism. In such cases, the organs would be removed and burned and the head sometimes decapitated and the body reburied. Given JB-55's lung condition and the fact that there were signs of decapitation, he was likely a suspect vampire. Dun-dun-dun. And then there's a picture of his grave. This is being done out of fear and out of love, co-author Nicholas F. Bellantoni, a retired Connecticut state archaeologist who worked on the case in the early 1990s, told the Washington Post. People were dying in their families, and they had no way of stopping it. And just maybe this was what could stop the deaths. This didn't, they didn't want to do this, but they wanted to protect those that were still living. Researchers at the National Museum of National... Uh, <clears throat> Researchers at the National Museum of Health and Medicine, NMHM, took a sample from one of JB55's femurs in the early 1990s. The DNA was analyzed, but it wasn't possible at the time to glean sufficient information to make reliable identification. This case has been a mystery since the 1990s. Charla Marshall, a forensic scientist with SNA International in Virginia, told the Washington Post, Now that we have expanded technological capabilities, we wanted to revisit JB55 to see whether we could solve the mystery of who he was. For this most recent analysis, the researchers used Y-chromosomal DNA profiling a cross-reference to the genetic markers with the online genealogy database. The closest match that was the last name of Barber. The newspaper noticed that from 1826 recorded the death of a 12-year-old boy named Nathan Barber son of one Joe Barber of Griswold. It just so happened that the grave near that of JB-55's bore the initials NB-13 on the coffin lid. That's strong evidence that JB-55 is probably John Barber, while NB-13 was his son. But there was no other historical or genealogical information about either of them. To our knowledge, this is the first study that applies DNA testing to identify the remains of historical case with no presumed identity. Unlike DNA analysis for such high-profile historical figures as Richard III and the Romanov family, where the DNA profiles can be compared to that of living relatives, Future work involving genetic genealogy may lead to living descendants of JB55 and possibly verify the identity of the Griswold Connecticut vampire as Jane, as John Barber. Yeah, you've, you've said it as Joe, John, and now Jane. So it's uh, actually John. Jingleheimer Schmitz. All right, moving on to drugs are bad. Okay. okay. This is uh, KTR 9 ABC. Again, none of these are pre read, as is the way we do things here. This is the way. Uh, We have spoken. Lufkin police. Man claimed voodoo made him shoplift from Walmart. The dude looks like an alien. 
Um, so, yeah. Go on. Uh, Lufkin, Texas. A 29-year-old man told Lufkin police officers that the voodoo made him try to smuggle items out of Walmart without paying for them Thursday, according to the LPD media report. Joshua Allen Renfro of Hemp Hill... <laughs> right there. Oh, of course. <laughs> was booked into the Angela County Angeline Angeli County Jail on a Class B misdemeanor theft between one hundred and seventy and seven hundred fifty dollars charge. He was released from jail later Thursday after posting bond on a one thousand five hundred dollar bond amount, according to jail. That ain't much of a bond. Nope. That, that's nothing. Uh, according to jail records, according to the Lifkin PD media report, the alleged incident occurred at Walmart store located. It's got some address that we're never going to go to. Um, <laughs> you know what? I, this this would be a reason. To, I'm here to go to Texas because I want to go to the Walmart that the voodoo child never stole know. from. Uh, or to know where the Walmart is. Renfro was caught after he allegedly tried to smuggle more than $400 worth of merchandise out of the store in a plastic tote. After Renfro <laughs> was arrested, he kept telling the LPD officers that the voodoo made him try to steal the items from Walmart. The media report stated he was to told them that the voodoo told him not to brush his teeth that morning. Mm. What is the voodoo? Is that is that the meth, the brand of meth that he's on? I was hoping that this article would have more to it, but... Um, yeah. I just want to use voodoo for everything. Why did you buy the Gwyneth Paltrow voodoo. vagina candle? Voodoo. And that can get you really high. Voodoo made me do it. That might be a good, that might be a good answer, actually, because no other sense is going to make it. So uh, in moving along, we're going to take an, a page from Nine Inch Nails. You're going to cover this one. She gouged her eyes out while high to get closer to God. Drugs are bad, okay? There was a message from God, 20-year-old Kaylee Muthart believed that she needed to sacrifice something special. Luthor was high on methamphetamines. You think? A freight train of a dose bigger than... <laughs> you had read it. And all the others, and the signs were all there. A white bird along a, park pa a dark path, a man with a biblical name, everything just disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> when the meth kicks in, where will wow. you be? Oh... <laughs> uh. You might have to start that whole paragraph all over again. Yes. Muthart was high on methamphetamines, a freight train of a dose bigger than all the others. And the signs were all there. A white bird along a dark path, a man with a biblical name asking for a key. Muthart was looking for personal salvation, but she also wanted to save the world. As you do. Did. I thought everything would be would end abruptly and everyone would die, Murthart told Cosmopolitan, if I didn't tear out my eyes immediately. She did. And for the first time since February 6th incident in Anderson, South Carolina, Murthart explaining is explaining how she went from being an honor student to becoming a drug user who fought off several men trying to subdue her as, a, as the remains of her sea green eyes dangled from her head. Ah. Oh, man. That's not a good Saturday. Luthart was a good student in high school, she told the magazine, but a focus on work to save money for a car and issues with an irregular heartbeat led to poor school performance. She dropped out and soon turned to alcohol and other substances. But when I was 19, la oh God, she was just a kid. When I was 19 last summer, she told Cosmopolitan, I was smoking pot with an with an acquaintance at his house and got a strange high. Later, I Googled the symptoms that surprised me the most, numb lips and feelings like I was on top of the world. I'd long been a religious Christian. The high made me feel particularly close to God. Oh, that's unfortunate. So will a hike. Muthart said uh, she believed the marijuana was laced with meth or cocaine. 
which appears to have made her relate drug use with religious experience, like a lot of people do. And a- soon after, she was diagnosed with bi- bo- bipolar disorder. Bipolar disorder? Does it say bipolar? Ext- what? <laughs> the extreme highs and lows of the condition left her susceptible to drug use, doctors told her. Hmm. While on ecstasy, I studied the Bible. Of course, Great combination would- right there. Wow. I'm trying <laughs> not to laugh lot. at this girl. I really am. I mean, it's not cool that this chick got high and did this to herself, but... <sighs> Anyways... Yeah. I convinced myself that meth would bring me even closer to God, she said. In August, she picked a blackhead on her face until it bled. By Thanksgiving, Muthart moved from smoking meth to snorting and shooting it into her veins, she said. Wait a her minute. Mother... What? Okay, in August, she picked a blackhead on her face until it bled. What? That's kind of an uh, – that's – I don't know. Okay, I don't know. It's just off the wall to I... put that in the article? I mean, okay. Go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry. Get really bad skin from meth use, so – Maybe that's what she was alluding to. I don't know. Her mother, I don't know. Her her mother, Katie Tompkins, was alarmed by her rapidly deteriorating condition soon before the incident. The day before it happened, which was my birthday, wow, I was getting ready to have her committed just to get her off the streets and away from it, Tompkins told people, but I was too late. Tompkins and Muthart could not be reached by the Washington Post. Okay. Let's go. Muthart was in a drug-induced uh, hallucination when she was, she had an epiphany. Huh, her eyes had to go. Why me? Why do I have to do this? She prayed, pounding the ground. Then in graphic detail, Muthart explained how she came to be blind near a church. Uh, so I oh, pushed this is my rough. thumb, this is rough. point finger, and middle finger into each eye. I gripped oh, each wow. eyeball, twisted and pulled until the eye popped out of the socket. Oh, my God. It felt like a massive struggle. The hardest thing I've ever had to do because I could no longer see. Whoa. I don't know if there was blood, but I know the drugs numb the pain. Wow. Continued, I'm pretty sure I would have tried to claw right into my brain if a pastor hadn't heard me screaming. I want to see the light, which I don't recall saying, and restrained me. He later said when he found me that I was holding my eyeballs in my hands and I had squished them although there was somehow still attached to my head. Oh, wow. Well, the optic nerve is really long. Wow. Uh, A group of startled people rushed to her to help her, including the pastor. Nearly 10 people in all, Muthart ventured to guess. At some point, paramedics arrived, and I was so combative that they had to sedate me with ketamine. Wow. Wow. Horse tranquilizer, she told Cosmopolitan. She fought so hard that her wrists hurt for weeks. A helicopter airlifted her to Greenville Memorial Hospital. Doctors excised the remains of her eyes to preserve her optic nerves and prevent infection, she said. Her hospital stay lasted about a week. Wow, uh, that's it? Long, actually. I was told there's red tissue muscle filling the socket and the white spot, my optic nerve ending, where the eyeball used to be. Ooh. Muthart has reckoned with her problems. She was recently released from psychiatric facility and has vowed to stay clean off drugs. She started a GoFundMe page to get a seeing eye dog and will be non get non functioning prosthetic eyes once her sockets heal. Oof. Dude, that is rough. It has been a big adjustment to permanent blindness. She has run into things <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going to hell. And has trouble sleeping. Her mother is helping the best she can. But Muthart said the episode turned her back from the brink. 
I'd rather be blind than dependent on drugs, she said. In a strange way, Muthert now sees the light. Good. Wow. Dude, wow. God. Dude, that was, that's a rough article. Ugh, I'm glad you read it. Oof. First, when it's Paltrow's candle right now. <laughs> well, we've pretty much covered the gambit here. All right, let's take a break, um, uh-huh. and then we'll run back. Which, by the way, this is the promo from the um, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to take this break here. You contacted a podcast called Give the Teacher an Apple, I believe it was. Oh my god, I love her. I love her. Yep. So she sent us a promo Did and I, yeah, I'm gonna run it run wow. run it right now. Awesome. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to let you know that yeah, she did get back with us. I forgot to forward the email on to you, but I'm have to, I still have to send her our promo. Hopefully, she didn't listen to this episode and hear this weird <laughs> conglomeration of stories that we just did. I'm sure so. she understands now. She did listen. I, I gave her a, I sent her a message and she responded. And she said she was going to listen. So she's very cool. Uh, through the emails and stuff I got from her, she's very nice. I have yet to listen to her podcast though. I've binged all of it, and so. I'm looking for her new one to come out. Okay. Well, let's run the promo, and then we'll be right back. Hello, everyone. Let me tell you about the Apple for the Teacher podcast. I'm Anna Thomas, a teacher and your host. So you're probably thinking it's about reading, writing, and arithmetic, right? Well, think again. It's a fresh take on true crime, where you wouldn't expect to find true crime. In schools. Yes, schools. You will hear tragic stories about murder, abduction, school bus hijack, student disappearance, suicide, kidnap and ransom, a school camp tragedy, the list goes on. So if you're looking for something a little different in the true crime genre, then Apple for the Teacher is for you. So join me as I present The Bad Apples. But until then, remember to be a good apple. Hey there, fellow archivists. This is Alex from the AlexCast talking to you. I just wanted to tell you that I have a brand new book of short stories out. It's called The Terravada Machine and Other Stories, available on Amazon. Just search for Alex Bolin, Alex with two X's, or you can go to alexbolin.com if you want a direct link. That's A-L-E-X-X-B-O-L-L-E-N.com. The Terravada Machine and Other Stories. It's the sort of short story book that people that listen to Project Archivist would enjoy. It's got weird stuff in it and emotionally raw things. But you can skip those if you want. There's there's one about the Mandela effect. It's right up your alley. So please give it a read. The Terravada Machine and other stories available now. Thanks. So here we go. The last story was kind of a primer for where we're going with this one. Mirror, mirror, mirror. Which is going to be biblical jackass, ladies and gentlemen. This is something we have not covered in quite some time. And uh, boy, do we have the goods on this one. We're going to get started. Uh, Lobo will start this one off with United. Again, we have not pre-vetted any of these stories. They could be fake. Some of them, I'm quite sure, are fake. So it's fine. Only the best in fake news comes from us, ladies and gentlemen. This is coming whoa, from- Whoa, whoa, whoa. We, we got a big following that we're going to have to catch up to if we're the ones claiming fake news. <laughs> I, I will say on the Facebook page, like if something's fake, everybody kind of calls it out like right off the bat, this is fake. So this is from United Squid. You're going to read this one. Why are Russian cult followers worshipping Gadget Hackett Wrench? Hack Wrench? Hack Gadget Hack Wrench from the Chippendale Rescue Rangers show. And there's pictures to back it up, so it's got to be real. But go ahead. I had a crush on her when I was a kid. You had a crush on a cartoon It's character? a long story. I don't want to get into it. 
sometimes some crimes go slipping no, through the No, no, I think we should get into this. But bizarre, we're not. But bizarre religious movements never do. Like the one in Russia based on the classic Chippendale Rescue Rangers cartoon. More specifically, it's religion of Gadget Hackwrench, the mechanically handy mouse who invents most of the tools used by the crime-busting chipmunk. To be fair, there have been all sorts of modern religions based on pop cultural pro- properties from Star Wars to Avatar. I get it. But what makes the gadget hack wrench following stand out is their fervor for a relatively obscure character from a show that's been off the air for decades. <sighs> Don't get me wrong. Gadget is my favorite character from the show too. And I love the show enough to buy the DVD box set when they were first released back when DVDs were re- relevant. Ooh, that stung dude. That made me feel old. The theme song is still stuck in my head all these years later, but still, a mouse mechanic from the late 80s is a strange choice for an object to worship. I don't know. She's cute. This is getting weird. So why do... You knock that off. That's fucking gross, bro. So why do they do it? Well, it's a long story, but an interesting... For starters, their following began as a fan group like all other... I shouldn't say others in the Russian city of... Oh, my God. Nivzny Novgorod? Sure. English, motherfucker, do you speak it? However, some members of the fandom didn't think the group went far enough. Wow. They didn't just want to appreciate Gadget Hack Wrench as a character. They wanted to communicate with her directly, to shake her anthropomorphic hand and see her mousy inventions firsthand. And then they have the secret because they decided the only way to make... That fantasy reality would be to drop everything and devote their lives to earnestly worshiping Gadget Hack Wrench until she manifests herself in our reality. Basically, they're going to make a Hack Wrench Topa? Sure. Basically, the thought process is that if enough people wish for something hard enough and long enough, eventually it become true. Some of them even believe Gadget has already visited other dimensions to bless fans from parallel universes for their fate. Wow, they're all out, huh? Oh, yeah. These guys- Jokes, yeah, man. These guys go. I mean, there, there's like a whole bunch of them. They're holding up a banner. They've got candles. Uh, wow. They carry their goddess outside for a ritual. Nice. Uh, the ritual includes sparklers. Uh, yeah. Then they that. get on their knees and pray to their idol, and they've got one of those like little stands that you hold up a poster and stuff with, and they're all outside, like getting kneeling down in front of the picture of Gadget. And uh, go ahead, carry on. Anytime the small but fervent group of believers spread the gospel of their goddess, Gadget Hackwrench, throughout all of Russia, slowly but surely, Gadgetology caught on. Wow. Ugh. I, this is getting kind of cringy, actually. You're probably thinking they can't be serious. That is all a big, one big troll on the rest of mankind. Who knows? You could be right. I think it is. If, I think this is their version troll, of J.R. Bob Dobbs. <laughs> yeah, but that's cool. But if it's a troll, Bob Dobbs, that is. But if it's a troll, it's one they take very seriously. Gadget's followers regularly meet online and even hold offline events where they pray to effigies of her, celebrate her birthday, serenade her with song and poetry, give her offerings of the whole nine yards. I mean, isn't this the way all of them start off? I don't know. Not only that, but <clears throat> there are no less than three denominations of gadgetology. Oh, they're going to start warring soon. What? They're going to start warring soon. Good. Yep. Which are not mutually exclusive. Traditional gadgetology, progressive gadgetology, and apocalyptic gadgetology. I'm on board for the latter. 
Thus far, the cult of gadgetology has produced everything from hymns to religious texts to series of sermons, which are exclusively available to different tiers of the following. The higher tier, the higher clearance you have to access additional insight and knowledge into the mysterious but always loving Watts. That says Watts, doesn't yeah, it? That's a W-A-T-S, okay. yep. Edget Ackridge, what about you? Would you put your faith in an all-knowing hands of hands of gadget for some, if it's small price, to pay for salvation? I no. Well, you know, um, you can never have too many saviors. I believe is the line that Scott Bakula used in the movie. Uh, what was it? Uh, the the Lord of Illusions. Yes, but I mean, okay, no. Go ahead. What do you mean? Go ahead. I'm done. Okay. That's it. Well, there's a video that just started playing on the next news article I'm going to go to, which is KCC1 Des Moines, Iowa Station 8. Policeman arrested, claiming to be God, hits bystanders in the head with steel rod to heal them. Really? I don't think that's how that works. This video just wants to play on its own, no matter. It's the power of God. God's like, don't drag me into this. Okay. Uh, I'm not playing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough to move the mouse it wants to play. I should just let it play to get it through here. Des Moines, Iowa. Court documents state a man claiming to be God while attacking a victim on Friday. We need to have the biblical rumble where we get all of these people and put them into like a, a UFC fight ring, you know, and just... Dude, they're all going to be high on meth. It's going to be a waste. That would make it even better, in my opinion. This dude, for example, he's thinking ahead. He's bringing a steel rod to the match. Sure. So, Why um, not? Steel rod match. It's a steel rod. Well, he's the only one. He's, he's thus far. He's the only one carrying a steel rod. Uh, court documents state a man claimed to be God while attacking a, a victim on Friday. Police said uh, shortly before 11 p.m. Carl Stroud saw a male outside his apartment building who believed he was on drugs. I don't know why they would say this. Stroud <laughs> yeah, claimed I mean, he was God and wanted to heal the victim, according to police. Police, he attempted to heal the victim by striking him with his scepter or steel rod, according to court documents. The victim was unconscious and excessively bleeding from the head. Well, you failed there, sir. First responders took the victim to Mercy Medical Center, where medical professionals said he had a fractured skull. Again, you have failed, sir. Stroud uh, has been charged with willfully injuring an assault. He's being held at the Polk County Jail for $5,300. This took place a while ago, so I'm sure God is back out of his in some way or in shape or form. Uh, okay, this is about the influenza. Okay, that article's done. Moving on. So this guy tried to basically heal you with his steel rod. <laughs> heal thyself with thine rod. So take us to Pathios, where televangelists need private jets because demons fly commercial. <laughs> I can't disagree with him. Because Kenneth Copeland, he's a fucking asshole, but whatever. Have you been on a plane where someone brings a baby with them and the baby just cries throughout the whole flight? Have you been? Yeah, but there? I don't see that as a demon. Well, give I the child a few a years. Give it a few uh -huh. years. Give it a few years. You have teenage girls now. Yeah. You know, so Yeah, I do. Yeah. What does that have to do with anything? Um, what did the one say when I was over there that uh, she likes to be an ass like her dad? Is that what it was? What did she say? I remember. Yeah, that that's my one. that's my middle child. That's my clone. Yeah. <laughs> she, she said something like, "I like to piss dad off, act like him, or something like that." I don't remember what her wording was, but it was pretty funny for what she said. That's my um, daughter, read this. Go ahead. Watch popular televangelists explain that they need their luxury private jet because flying commercial is in this dope-filled world means flying with demons. Fuck you. Televangelists and prosperity gospel hustlers. Hustlers. I like that. Good, yeah, Kenneth very good. Kenneth yep. Copeland and Jess Duplantent, whatever. That fucker. 
explains why they need luxury jets on a recent edition of Believer's Voice of Victory show. In the video, Copeland, the guy in the red shirt, and his follow his fellow uh, pro- prosperity, whatever, gospel preacher Jesse. I fucking hate these people. Why are you making me read this one? Because Explain you're letting the hatred can't. flow. Mm, yes, Sith. Can't talk to God if they're all if they are flying commercial and that God told them they should have private luxury jets. <sighs> the televangelist also explained that they need these fucking people believe Just read these the article, people. dude. You can make Ugh. it. You can do this. The televangelist. We're here for you. Me, you, they, the people that got the, uh-huh. and are hearing you in their earbuds right now. You, we uh-huh. can do this together. Okay. The televangelist also. You have a lot of faith in me that they need their private More jets. Than this because, guy. Well, yes. They are too famous and that the Christians on the plane would only bother them with their prayers. Oh, well, gee, sorry. That, that, that kind of comes with the job, dude. Uh, but perhaps most important, flying commercial means getting into those long tube filled with a bunch of demons in this dope-filled world. The following is an excerpt from Copeland's remarks via friendly atheist. <sighs> may I interpret you? Oh, may I interrupt you? Urgh. Uh, there for a sec. You couldn't have done that on the airliner. Stand up and say, what'd you say, Lord? Okay. No. Yeah. And the guy sitting over there saying, what the hell does he think he's doing? You can't do that. No, no. This is so important. And those of you that are just now coming into these things in the first place, Jesse and I and others, Keith Moore and Creflo and all of them, the world is in such a shape, we can't get there without this. We've got to have this. We would have, and then there's a space, the mess that is in the airlines are in today. I would have to stop. I'm being very conservative. What is, what is this? I don't know. This is your excerpts of his reading or what he was saying. Well, there's audio. As soon as you're done reading this, I'm going to play the audio. And, yeah. You know, go ahead. I'm being very conservative, at least 75 to 80, more like 90% of what we're doing because you can't get there from here. This guy I don't is, understand this. No, this is what this – these are excerpts of what this guy is saying. Okay. Like he's talking and this is what he's saying. This is a transcript of what he's saying. That's why we're on that airplane. We can talk to God. When I was flying from Oral Roberts – Brother unintelligible. My boss on the airplane, he said, now, Kenneth, this is sanctuary. It protects the anointing on Brother Roberts. And he said, you keep your mouth shut. Don't talk to him unless he talks, because when he's on a meeting, he doesn't talk to anybody but God. Oh, my God. Now, Oral used to fly airlines, but even back then, it got to a place where it was agitating his spiritual people coming up to him. He was... He had become famous. You can't manage that today. This dope-filled world and get in a long tube with a bunch of demons. And it's dead. Dude, none of that made sense. No. That's it. And then you got to watch the video. I'm going to click play. Uh, you can pl- I'm going to click. click I can, I'm just click it right now. Here we go. I'm going to click it. Loading up YouTube. And fair use notice. Blah, 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 blah. Excessively saying blah, 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 because there's words on the screen, blah, blah, blah. And Amos chapter 6. Here we go. Brother Cope and I was flying home from a meeting. And he's ranting. And I had come out of a glorious meeting. I had just finished me and Creflo Dollar. these guys are smooth. Had a glorious meeting. 
So I was, for lack of a better way to say it, I was spiritually high. Really, really high. People were saved, touched, and blessed. God in the plane that God so graciously gave us, we're flying home. As I was going home, the Lord, Mm -hmm. real quickly, he said, Jesse, do you like your plane? Now, you know, I thought that's a God asked him if you like this plane. I said, well, certainly, Lord. He said, do you really like it? Do you really like it? And I thought, well, yes, Lord. He said, then he said this. Do you really, really like it? it? Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. What in God? He said, you're going to let your faith stagnate? And when he said that, I I want to have conversations with God. I literally unbuckled my seatbelt, my plane. Because they're not. My pastor said, do you need something? I said, no, no, I'm talking to God right now. He went back to flying. I said, I can't do this. I'm done. Moving on. Hey, shut up. Moving on. Okay, we're going to go to... I can't. I can't with these people. SciFiWire.com. Uh, S-Y-F-Y.com. Into a Barbie doll ends in a psychic arrest. <sighs> Could we make this stuff up if we tried? No. All of the uses a Barbie dolls of every perm- permutation have been put out there to over classic. I, I'm gonna the whole sentence doesn't. I, I I think I just butchered that. I think I just totally dyslexic it beyond belief. Could we make this stuff up if we? Could we make this stuff up if we tried? <laughs> can I read this? Oh, can I no, do it? No, I don't think you. Can. I'm having a conversation with God right now. Shut up. Hold on. Good luck. God looked at me and said, "Do you like this article?" And I said, "Yes." He said, "Do you really like this Tell article?" I said, and I said hi. Yes. Lobo says hi. He laughed. Okay. okay. Of all of the uses that Barbie dolls of every permutation have been put to over the classic toy sixty years in kids' creative hands. That is a long ass sentence. We've never heard of her being called upon to serve as a receptacle for an exercised evil spirit until now. Does nobody know what Chucky is? What the hell? Perhaps <laughs> awaken the AI process now, man. to the realization that there's nothing in this world or the next that Barbie apparently can't do. Police in Somerset, Massachusetts arrested Massachusetts arrested a thirty seven year old professional psychic Tracy Milanovic and charged her with larceny intimidation of a witness and manipulating multiple accounts of obtaining property over two hundred and fifty dollars by trick. By trick. Okay. I didn't say by a trick. By trick. When somebody says by trick, I think of a prostitute. Last month, according to the local NBC News affiliate WBTS Boston, those may sound like your average lineup of mundane accusations, but they stem from the law's enforcement suspicion that Milanovic, whose main business is accordingly reading palms, allegedly booked a 10-year-old girl's mother out of more than $70,000 after allegedly telling her that the girl was possessed by a demon and that the supernatural solution was to exercise the Mullivant intruder and transfer her into, what else, a Barbie doll. According to the report, Mullivich allegedly told the mother that the young girl was dead and God's eyes and had something inside of her that was bad, and that was the, that the answer was to purchase her daughter's soul back. You can buy that on eBay now. Apparently, they've also got yeah. them on Amazon. Uh, they have next day delivery for souls now, from what I understand. Yeah. You can get them on Prime. Uh, yeah. In a series of alleged transactions of involving both cash and household items, define household items. Okay, it'll be seventy thousand dollars the microwave, and I need a new Keurig, and I want that one over there. Yeah. Make sure it doesn't have the stupid barcodes that you can only use certain cups with uh in a series of alleged transactions involving cash and household after reportedly paying even greater increments to milanovic as a psychic kept asking for money the mother contacted the police and told them she suspected she'd been tricked at what point did you realize you may have been tricked Uh, it was probably when she said give me the keurig that doesn't use the special k cups yes absolutely 
There is no word on which version of Barbie was allegedly selected to carry out the thankless task of catching a specter. Was it the 1959 classic that started all, or maybe the iconic Malibu Barbie from the 1970s? Heaven forbid it should be the talking Barbie of the 1968, whose trippy call-outs like, let's go shopping, would no doubt take on a whole new horrific dimension when they're being commanded by Wicked Demon. But according to the report, Milanovich was about halfway through the process of finding out when she allegedly asked for her money, at least in the eyes of the mother, one too many times. Citing the police report, WTBTS reports that the mom told officers that Milanovic claimed that her paid up services to date had only half of had only cleaned up. Okay, I got to reread this. Only Try again. Cleaned half of her daughter. So half of her daughter was still possessed. The other part of her daughter, just fine. No problems at all. Yeah, and that would sure. take exactly an additional $6,058 to remove what was left. That's an oddly specific number. I've only got $6,056. Well, can I go return some bottles? Nope, you got to have all of it or she will not be completely cleaned. <laughs> so if she only paid her the $6,056, that would be $2 worth of uncleanliness. Would that mean that her pinky finger was still possessed by a demon? And if sure. so, how would you deal with that? Would you like eating dinner and the cut pinky would just start like, yeah, cut it off. It'd just start cut jamming it itself into your nose. Uh, yes. Okay. The whole enterprise would allegedly fall apart if the mother revealed anything about the proceedings to outsiders because, as the report states, the spirits would know that she was doing it if she told anyone. The spirits always know. This is why they fly on planes. This is why they fly commercial. Look, boom. Spirits don't have a lot of money. Listen, spirits are broke. We're all broke. These are tough times for all of us. We all have to make things work. We all have to do more with less. This includes demons. Demons have to do more with less. This is why they fly commercial. This right here is the reason why we have to give pastors money so they can fly on private jets. No, 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 they don't. No, no, they do. And this article just fulfills that right there. There's no, there's no word on what happened to Barbie Dow, but we're, but you're sitting quietly at home one night, and a battery-powered little voice suddenly pipes up saying, "Let's go shopping. By all means, get the hell out of the house. Get in, losers. <laughs> we're going crying." <laughs> oh, okay. You're going to take us to the New York Post, where Missouri church leader uh, tried <laughs> to pay for sex on Grinder with an Arby's card because we got the meats. meats. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. It's funny how me and you both know where each other was going with that. Oh, one. yeah. He tried to lure beefcakes with the meats. A Missouri church leader allegedly tried to pay for sex on the gay hookup app Grinder with an Arby's card, according to the report. Using the handle DILF, uh, Barry Cole Poignier, 57, allegedly tried to bed hot college-age guys with offering to pay for gas, clothes, and roast beef sandwiches. Again, Again, Kirksville Daily Express. <laughs> this is a time when demons have to do more with less. You got an army. This card, is a church guy. You use. I, I know that, but still, okay. just saying. Go ahead. The Church of Christ elder, who is also a professor in nearby Truman State University, was busted after a student reported him, and a cop went undercover on the app, according to the paper. Poynier allegedly sent the officer a message saying. He would love to have a sugar daddy relation, or would you love to have a sugar daddy relationship? Then offered to fill up his gas tank in exchange for sexual favors on December 3rd, according to the paper. If the younger guy was willing, Poynier said he might throw in an Arby's card. LOL. Instead, Poynier was greeted. (laughs) Well, if you're throwing in an Arby's card, I mean. I'm in. I'm all in. You know, they've got that bourbon, you know, barbecue sandwich going right now. I don't know, man. That'd take a little more than that. 
Just a little meat fry. We have the meat. Instead, Pointer was greeted by officers at the gas station where he tried to flee, according to the paper. When he was pulled over a few blocks away, he allegedly told police he was not doing anything with a minor. Why would you bring that up? <laughs> and was only trying to help by offering gifts to men on the app. He was charged with patronizing prostitution and faces up to six months behind bars. Truman has since was has since suspended Poignier. It wasn't immediately clear if he was still in his leadership role at the Church of Christ, which has made homophobic comments in the past. Have you ever noticed that wherever there's a place that spouts homophobic rhetoric, it's scratch a, per, a Puritan, find a pervert. That's how that works. How odd that the next article comes to us from LGBTQNation.com. Let's go. And this is, new, now Christian leaders are telling followers that Bigfoot is real and spawned by the devil, who flies commercial. <sighs> I, yes. With a Bigfoot crossing sign. <clears throat> I need to like get to a spiritual higher, higher place right now to be able to read this, so I'm focusing all of my spiritual energies. Um, good luck with that. Former Family Research Council fellow, fellow Danny Tim Daly was on Janet Mifford's Christian radio show where they discussed Bigfoot and they decided that the mythical creature was created by the devil. Of course. Uh, <laughs> on the show, Mefford brought up the big, Bigfoot question asking Daly show Christians uh, should approach it, how they should approach it. Daly made sure to note that unlike other paranormal sightings, Bigfoot is probably real. He referred to to many, many reliable observers. Uh, many, oh, many, 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 many. How many is How many, many? money? How many <laughs> money do you rip on the daily? Who <laughs> reported seeing Bigfoot, but he has said that there was a lack of evidence that the creature exists. That's a direct contradiction of what you just said. Yeah. Bigfoot is probably real, uh, but he said that there's a lack of evidence that the creature exists. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it's real. It's a projection. It's a demonic virtual reality. That sounds like an Eminem song. <laughs> I want to rap that. You like violence? <laughs> Did Jerry shove Bigfoot through my eyelids? But it's said nuts and bolts in this case. Flesh and blood creature, he said. Mefford asked why there aren't any credible photographers of Bigfoot. And it's real. If it's real. The vast majority of pictures happen in the dead of night, and you wonder, why is this? And then if you remember the biblical verse about the powers of darkness, and that love darkness rather than the light, and to fly commercial, Daly said, and yes. to purchase things with Arby's. He was possibly referring to John 3.20, which says, everyone who does evil hates the light and to flight, and will not come into the light for fear, the blah, 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 blah. Norfolk agreed that there's that's how the devil operates, just like with UFOs and alien abductions. Uh, I've, I've I've been at a convention, a spirit. Con do you remember I told you about the guy that yep. was at the spirit convention that had the UFO table set up and thousands yep. of thousands of DVDs? Then he raised an important question: Why is the devil sending a creature like Bigfoot to do nothing particularly harmful? Uh, Daily responded, I, it's part of the devil's modus operandi. Yes, I'm able to say those words. He was, uh, he has always used this kind of phenomena to once again destabilize, to engender fear. It would seem like if you want to engender fear, you would actually go out and cause real destruction yeah. and damage yeah. and yeah. real harmful things that people can look sure. at and go, wow, that building is on fire. Thousands of people just died for no reason at all. That would make me legitimately afraid rather than blurry pictures. But anyways, yeah. um, 
to open us up to the possibilities of other realities and other beings, then we begin getting involved in demonic spirits. So yeah, all throughout history, there have been many, 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 many different varieties of beings that are primarily spiritual beings that have terrorized civilizations and peoples and non-Christian cultures are very aware of this. One would think that the devil would be have better ways of terrorizing Americans and to appear in some great, which is exactly what uh, I just said, photographs. Yeah. But apparently, this is the best Satan can do. Well, when you're on a budget and you can only fly commercial, hey, baller what are you on a do? budget. Baller on a budget. Okay, uh, <laughs> let's go to the Tribune, which appears to be some kind of Hindu or something paper. I'm not really uh-huh. sure. Oh, this is going to be fun for you. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Officials oh. plead with local deity to allow construction of toilets. <laughs> Lots of fun words in this one, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, man. Here we go. July 14, Musari. The local administration has managed to persuade villagers not to stall and break toilet constructions under the Swatch Bharat mission. Swajal, a, govern, a government organization, is building toilets in around eight villages in Kotjar, Jibi, Naya, Panchakata. I don't know. In, a, in some place. And he explained things to me in a language that I don't understand. In the district somewhere. I tried. The villagers <laughs> following the superstition that the local deity is angry with building the toilets in the villages had refused to cooperate with Swajal. This had forced the administration to call a Maha Panja. Oh, man. To explain the importance of toilets to the villagers. The Mana Panchaj. Oh, Wait! I can read it. I can read it. <laughs> was held at. I fucking hate you, bro. Some village where residents from another village, around another village, and some other villages, <laughs> the local administration officials had gathered to appease the local deity. They sought his permission to allow building of toilets in the villages. ISA officer trainee N.K. Kandalois, <laughs> acting as a representative of someplace. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? In a someplace project in charge of Oh my god. A bunch of words. <laughs> word salad. For L.S. Chahan, D.O. Dr. Anand Singh. Former Zilla Panchata member. Oh my god. Yeah, I can't read it. There's They're, no, there's no okay, words Okay, look. On. The short of it is they didn't want to build the toilet. Don't keep going. You gotta now, keep going. The local DT active, uh, active in the priest's body expressed dissatisfaction saying sewage tanks built for toilets were, I think that wants to say violating the environment all along the path leading to the village temple. Earlier, people used to go out in the fields, but now toilets were being made right on the temple path, resulting in unhygienic conditions and making it difficult to live in the village, he said. The administration officials, along with the villagers, pleaded to the deity to allow the construction of the toilets, as it was important for the better health of the villagers. The local deity finally agreed after the villagers and the officials pledged that they would not build toilets in a 15-meter area around the temple and villages. How did the deity agree? What, 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 um... He just said yes. He said yes. He said, I allow the poops. 
uh, Navin Singh, a villager, said that the priest uh, possessed by the local deity acceded to the pleas of the administration officials and expressed consent by holding the right hand of the IAS officer trainee, bringing relief to the villagers and local administration here. Oh, my God. Some guy said that the Maha... <laughs> Went on no, no, no. We're going to try to read that dude's name. I cannot I'm going to try. I'm going to try to. This is the this is it's the guy's like name. 95 letters. I can't read no, that. No, the guy's name is super long. It's like 17 words long. It's yeah, Shinyai Sadayi Sidar Ponam Rayal. See, was that so hard? Yes, it was. Yeah. Convinced that the project was for the betterment of the people and the matter was resolved amicably. The villagers believed that their cows were giving less milk and children were suffering from various ailments due to the curse of the deity. But now they could live peacefully. No, they were doing that because of unsanitary, unhygienic. No, 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 no. They were doing it because the deity literally would not take any more shit. (sighs) Okay. That's what he wanted. He wanted more shit all over the place. Wait, does nobody else realize what just happened here? I'm tired of idiotic, stupid content. That's what I'm tired of. I'm tired of fucking fecal matters. I'm tired of that nonsense. It cheapens the show. Well, here's the story that I get to read now. This is coming from The Mirror. Religious leader called Penis Baba pulls car 100 feet using only his manhood while stunned crowd watch. There's a video... I don't know if I should click that. Huge crowds flock to watch the religious leader appear to pull a card with car with his penis. First world problems, dude. The monk known only as Penis Baba. This has to be a fake story. It has to be. Do your due diligence and Google some shit in the background while I'm reading this. Uh, wow. Can be seen fiddling. Well, there's video for it, so it's got to yeah, be real. Yeah, watch right now. Okay, can be seen filling under his robes while he apparently attaches a rope to his private parts. After the white rope is tied to the car before strangers... uh, After the white robe is tied to the car before strangers backwards... Before he staggers backwards... God, it's making me dumber read this stuff. Pulling with his heavy vehicle around 100 feet. The video shows hundreds of people gathering to watch him and Harpur village in Munger district of Bihar, India. One local said the villager said that one local said the villager said that Baba had gone away to practice penance and knowledge of his in his childhood as he returned after years. This is hurting me. Stunned crowds gather, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Yeah, that's it. Okay, apparently the guy tied something to his penis and drug a car. I don't, you know, you can't, you can't see there's no rope around penis here. It's just a robe with a, uh, with a rope coming out from underneath the robe. God. The no. power of devotion. The power the power of the penis. I'm, it's probably just a belt or something around, yeah. whatever. I don't know. But still, that's not easy to do. <sighs> so take well, us to church and state where the bishop plays with the bishop, saying that he can make men's penises larger by massaging it with his hands. Stroke your bishop. Uh, well, at least he's not using his mouth. Whatever. Ghanaian preacher Daniel Abinin, Binim has been filmed performing a ritual where he moves around a room full of men, grabbing them each by the crotch. In some cases, he will keep hold of their penises and give them a little shake, the old jiggle. Graciously, he has off, He also offers to massage women's breasts in order to enlarge them too. <clears throat> Sign me up! In a scene broadcast on his own channel, 
I think this is the dude that we were talking about. I think it is, dude. I think it is. The bishops. We should see if he's been run over. If you do not like the looks of any body, part of your body, come to me. What do you want that I can't offer? If you want big buttocks, I can do it for you. (laughs) If you want big breasts, I can help. If you have small manhood, I can change them all when I come to spiritual realm. That is exactly how it is written, too. I can change them when I come to spiritual realm. Bishop Obinum, who founded the International God's Way Church in the Ashanti region of Ghana. This is the guy, has been criticized for his controversial practices before. In August, he was filmed whipping teenagers while accusing them of being sexually promiscuous. He is now facing charges over the incident. He is always facing charges. This was the dude that put the plywood on people and tried to drive over them. This was the dude dude. that I think it was running around the stage with the cell phone saying he was talking to God in front of the congregation. Yep. Um... What is some of the other stuff that this guy has done? He's always facing legal charges. Got people always. bitten, uh, envenomated by snakes. <laughs> He's mm. just a bad guy. Uh, moving on uh, to KUTV, which is from Utah. Utah businessman. This is this is for you oh, guys, man. Chuck, Melinda, Todd. Uh, Utah businessman says, "Vote for him or face the judgment of God." We've had there was a woman down in Ohio that we covered, I believe, on a biblical jackass a few years ago, that yep. said if she didn't win her vote to the city council, I believe it was, or mayor, that the rapture would be upon them for it. Uh, KUTV, a business, a Utah businessman is making an imp- impassioned appeal to voters in hopes of being elected governor. I'm sure this is already over with. Super Del Sh- uh, Shanez, is that how it's pronounced? Shanez? 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 Super Del, Super Del, I'm going to say it's Shane's. Super Del Shane's, famous for her unusual, totally awesome computer commercials, is warning voters that if they vote for anyone other than him, they will face the judgments of God. Uh, this Sanchez's, Shanch, I'm just going to call him Sanchez. Dude, we read this guy before. Really? This is his third attempt. <laughs> third attempt to run for the governor of Salt Lake City. Uh, according to a lighthouse oh poll God. printed in the Deseret News, about 2% of the voters are likely to cast their ballot for the independent candidate. The rest of the appeal of his appeals to voters can be found at the Utah officials' voter information pamphlet. But here's the full text. I would get Chuck to read this, but Chuck's over in Japan right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, which, by the way, we're racist for ripping on him in the last episode, apparently. Uh, righteousness, spelt in what? all capital letters. Who was ripping on him? We were. Well, yeah. I don't make fun of Chuck. Well, I said he was Japanese from the waist down. And you I did. I ain't going to be part of that shit. I love Chuck, and I'm not Chuck. I love Chuck, too, which is why I rip on the guy. Yeah, I know. You know. He needs it right now. <laughs> righteousness, when spelt in all capital letters. Righteousness! There you go can solve every problem in the world. God made me a promise. As ye keep my commandments, so shall prosper in the land. The vast majority of our state are against murdering unborn children. You are against perversion and perversion of marriage. You are against more encroachment of your Second Amendment rights. The voice of this is this state is the most bound up state that I know of. Oh, yeah. Um, Close to pretty much Gilead. Uh, the voice of the people in the Constitution of being utterly mocked. Vote Super Dell in capital letters. Super Dell! Uh, shans or face the judgment of God. If even one single state can return to freedom, you're, you're free to do what you want. People are yep. free to vote with you if they want. What is this return to freedom crap? 
There is no freedom in your state. You can't buy alcohol in your state. They tried to build a, a, a movie theater with a with a small bar in the front of it or whatever, and the movie theater had to spend huge amounts of money to completely block it off because they were afraid children were going to see this part of the movie theater where you could go and buy alcohol. There is no freedom there yeah. at all. You have to go over like to the next town just outside of Utah. A friend of mine was telling me about it where this town apparently is overrun by people that go there from Utah to buy alcohol and tobacco. Of course and it is. And stuff like that. Of course it is. Um, where the fun is. <laughs> they had to destroy a whole bunch of beer because they just uh. changed the law in their state to actually allow real beer, real beer. The beer before that was only 4% alcohol. So they had all this beer not they had to beer. destroy. That's not beer. <laughs> NyQuil has more alcohol than that. Uh, uh, if even one single state can return to freedom and constitutional entire world uh, would flow in, uh, onto it. The honor rests on your vote. Uh, Shans filed the paperwork to run for governor back in March as a member of the Independent American Party. Independent American Party. American. American. Uh, Gregory, blah, 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 is running as lieutenant governor, blah, blah, blah. Again, I've said blah, blah, blah numerous times for the blah, blah, blah. Since his infamous commercials debuted, Sanchez, which is not really his real name, it's just nope. easier to say, has been in the news for a number of reasons, including one where he... Uh, acquitted of brain brandishing a, a brainwashing brandishing a gun. <laughs> I prefer brainwashing instead. It makes yep. it sound better. He was also yeah. convicted of reckless driving and pleaded guilty to wildlife harassment. Huh? What's he trying to do? Fuck a duck? <laughs> I don't understand. I don't get you. Wildlife harassment. What does oh that mean? Oh my god. He's run for public office two other times, once for governor and once for mayor of Saratoga Springs. That's when we read about him, Saratoga Springs. Uh if you want, we're at the end of our stories. I can see if I can pull one more up. Sure. Uh woman accused arrested for breaking into a church nude. Uh woman oh here we got we got I'm gonna read this one. I'm gonna read this one here. <laughs> I don't know what the hell this is, but the headline has caught me alone. This has something to do with women identified as a flying witch falls from sky after experiencing an electrical shock. What? Oh, my God. Yep, here comes the revenge, because I can't pronounce any of words. Uh, <laughs> residents of Akia... Here, I'm going to send this to you so you can relish it and as I read it. You're going to go right along with me here. Am I? Yeah, just pull that up in your Skypey window there. As soon as it comes up, I will. Yeah, it should be to you any second now. There it is. Now you've got it because I can see a little icon popping up there. And uh, when I'm doing okay, uh, residents of Akia... Akia... Yeah, Akira Monday. Thank you, Akira Monday, near Kamasi in the Ashanti region. On Thursday morning, arrested a woman they said was flying was a flying witch that had... Crash landed, according to a report in the Daily uh, Daily Guide. What the hell? This is coming from Ghana Star. Dude, this is from 2016. Yeah, well, news news <laughs> travels slow these days on the internet. I guess so. The residents claim that the woman, 37, who gave her names as Gifty and Afia, fell from oh, it was two of them fell from the sky at about 3:30 a.m. on a tape <laughs> on a tape at a block factory in the in the area on a tape at a block factory in the area. Some masons said they had heard a loud heard a loud in the earth it's called reading top to bottom left to right group words this is together. how it is written ladies and gentlemen i'm <laughs> not reading written exactly like that Submasons i heard a loud <laughs> heard a loud in the early hours of the morning and had rushed to find out what had happened they said that they got there only to find a woman in a shiny dress lying the tape 
lying on the tape with blood stains on her face. Woman identified, this says woman identified as a flying witch falls from the sky after experiencing electrical shock. According to them, the woman quickly ran to hide in the house of one Emmanuel of four eye they said they were shocked to find her in an obscure corner in an obscure corner of the house virtually naked she was just wearing a silver dress yeah probably a mylar suit <laughs> news that a news that a witch had been caught attracted many residents who tried to catch a glimpse of her according to the daily guide report the woman told the residents that she lived at Bakaram estate in kumasi and that her Flying to Kamasi, she experienced electric shock at Ekiadamri or Ekiadamri, whatever the fuck the word you said at the beginning of the article was, which brought her down. <laughs> Do you speak any English? So. Do you okay, understand so, the yes. words that are coming She's out of a, my mouth? She was on a Mylar balloon and she fell. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, no, it's one nothing. woman. She gave her name as Gifty, Gifty. And Afia. So she gave yeah, two separate one names. Woman. Yeah. Okay. She gave. Okay. So from what I understand, this woman was 37 years old, flying around in a silver dress, which is the former sure. nun. Yeah. Uh, she apparently took an electrical shock. From what we don't know, she fell from the sky, uh, made loud noise, landing on road. No, ran, not loud noise. Made a loud. Made a loud. Yes. I, don't, I have made a loud many aloud. times after eating Taco Bell. Um, Actually. Taco butt. Made a loud. So she made a loud, landed on the ground, made a loud, got up and ran into somebody's house and took all of her clothes off. Yeah, sure. That sounds that. Yes, it's right on. Yes, the story checks out. I got nothing. <laughs> the story <laughs> checks out. Yeah. I have, con- <laughs> I, uh, I have consulted Snopes. My research is done. <laughs> yeah. I've done diligently nothing. And this is what I found. Uh, okay. Um, are we done now? Can we, yeah, I think we're done. I think we're done for. I think we're done doing this for a little while. I've gotten my stupid fix for a little while, so <laughs> you, you don't have to worry about me bugging you to do something like this for a little. That's why you did this. That's why you said, you know what? Let's get this out of the way. Let's get it out at the beginning of the year. No, we got We st- we have we have to do a fast food freakout. We do that in July. We do that in summer. Oh, it is July. Okay. Yeah, so we, we do got that a in little- the summertime. Yeah. Yeah, but it's the the biblical jackass folder has been overflowing. There's still a lot more in the biblical I'm jackass sure. folder. Because every time I see biblical jackass, I throw it in there. Any kind of biblical jackass goes it's right in there. So stupid so, out of the world. Let's review what we've learned in this episode. We've learned <laughs> that demons can only fly commercial, and they yep. have to because if they don't, this is what happens. They fall from the sky and yeah, they make a lot. Bigfoot is there. Yes. Uh Bigfoot does not fly commercial though. Bigfoot And you can fly cock with Arby's. Yes, you can. They've got the meats. You've got the meats. Um, You know about your eyeballs. Yeah. Well, that's not really a funny thing. I mean, the girl was high on drugs. She's acknowledged it. She's trying to get her act together. You know, she's learned a lesson there. She had a spiritual awakening, so it falls within the realm of biblical jackass. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. We can go with that. So we've learned a lot this episode. I think. uh, isn't it fun to learn? I think we're going to walk away from this slightly better people. Not by I much. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. Yeah. I but wouldn't. No. It, Seriously. Um, how do you go into a serious thing after reading all this? But anyways. Uh, so, yeah. Um, I do have to give a big shout out to um, everybody who's in Australia right now during oh. dealing with the fiery hell that is 
that is the country of that that whole country is basically on fire except for no. the middle of it because there's nothing that grows in the middle of it. it's all desert in the middle so Peru is protecting it that's why where where things are that can burn it is burning <laughs> so there's no other way to put it so uh, I also Imagine. need to send a big shout out to very good friend of the show she's been on here a few times Allison um, again Allison we're you know we're thinking about you um, keep fencing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Artie, our boy Artie, who's just gone through a surgery. We're pulling oh. for you as well. So, uh, you know, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's everything I can think of. I don't know if we're doing a show or not next week. I do have some interviews I've got booked coming up. I have a birthday par- two birthday parties next week. So there will not be a show next week. At there might not. not be a show next week. I, I'm trying to weed a lot of one of them, but we'll see. Yeah, you know, if not, it's not a big deal. I'm not worried about it. I do have some people I got a book for guests and stuff for upcoming episodes, and I've got to get you a copy of a book here pretty soon. That's the but, one that's um, on PDF, right? Yes, it is. And I, okay. I will send it to you tonight. Uh, you will right. get it immediately. It's uh, from the Singular Fortian, which is somebody okay. that I've been trying to get on the show for quite some time. All right. But uh, I so, think that's it. I'm I'm pretty much um, exhausted right now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm spiritually, mentally, physically, um, intellectually exhausted from reading all of this. Yes. Um, and deities don't like shit pits. Uh, that's another thing we've learned. So I don't know. I'm done. That's it. I, this is Rojan. Peace out from Detroit. I can't always think of use your penis say. to pull a car and buy Arby's. Buy Arby's. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Chick Fil A opened up by me. The, there's oh, Chick-fil-A. a Chick-fil-A, the first Chick-fil-A, well, it's not, the, it's the first real Chick-fil-A oh, restaurant Chick-fil-A. opened up in Michigan. There were people camping out in the parking lot in oh, tents Chick-fil-A. two days before this place opened to Did get I their Chick-fil-A fix. Chick-fil-A? I've had Chick-fil-A. I don't think it's that great. It's not bad, but it's not great. But I don't like what they use their money for, so I won't give them their, my money. All of that aside, I get, I get, I, I get where you're coming from. I know. I get that. That that all goes without saying. I get where you're coming from on that. I just don't see camping out in tents. No. You know, no. people but, camped out in tents for the Sonic here when it opened, and the Chick Fil A when it opened. I, I but I like Sonic. Like when the, when the first Sonic opened up here, there was a 45 minute wait that wrapped oh, all sure. the way around blocks. Like when you pulled in. Yeah. It was built into the parking lot of a shopping center. And they're like, are yep. you here to shop or are you here to eat? And people are like, I'm here to eat. Okay, please pull over there. There's a 45-minute wait going around the ah, building. Dude, that's nuts. This, the place here has its own building, and it was backed up for miles. See, yeah, same here. Same here. That was how it was here, too, as well. So, dude, you know what? I would camp out for, like, I don't know. The uh, Texas Toast Chicken Sandwiches are really good there, though. They really nah. are. So are their, so are their slushes. Nah. I mean, no, I'm not no. saying I would park in my car for 45 no. minutes to go no. even to Sonic. But. I would park in my car for, like, uh, some new item that I really wanted at BJ's or, like, buy one, get two free hot dogs or, you know, something like that. But no, no, no. Fuck Chick-fil-A. Words of wisdom, folks. This is Rojan. Peace out from Detroit. This is Lobo from Connecticut. Uh, anybody have a McRib lately? you have an Arby's gift card? I'm, I'm, I'm not saying...
Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>